All right. Welcome back or welcome in the first place. Uh, if you've been listening to us for a while, thank you for listening. If you're brand new to this, great. Welcome. Um, my name is Kevin Decker. I play the Android Rick 19 in our normal storyline. And uh, where you're jumping in right now is not our normal storyline. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. It's a fun adventure, but it's a side path. And what I'm actually here to say, though, is whether you've been listening for the last two books, and there was two books before where we are now, or if you're jumping in for the very first time here, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. First off, thank you. Period. But I, now I want to invite you over to our Discord. We have discord.willsavethepodcast.com. It'll take you to our Discord. It's a communication device. Uh, you can get to, to know us and our other fans. We have a great community on there. Did we even have an album of the week club? I highly recommend that. I know nothing about music and it's a fun place to learn new things and it has nothing to do with the show. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Discord.willsavethepodcast.com. That's a way for you to communicate with us. But there are other things that I'm going to hear that I'm here to beg you for. Not really. I'm not going to beg. We need your support. In order to keep this show running, we need monetary foundation. For that, we have a, a service that we go through called coffee. Coffee.com is a great system that allows fans to support creators and we're on there. So you can actually get a shortcut to get there. Coffee.willsavethepodcast.com. Again, that's coffee.willsavethepodcast.com. And don't really worry about spelling for that one. But there you can join one of our tiers. It's a monthly subscription and you, you will get perks for that. You can do a write-in sentence. This is one of the, the creative ideas that we have to get you to interact with our show on the air. We would take a sentence that you write and we have to work it into our character's dialogue somewhere in the show. And it's a surprise to all of us when it comes out. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you to our fans that do support us with that and have submitted. And if you haven't yet, great. There's an opportunity for you to, to, to have your input on our show. Another thing I want to talk about is our merchandise. We have shop.willsavethepodcast.com. There you can buy t-shirts, hats. I, I, I'm not even sure there's swim, swim trunks. There's all sorts of things on there. We have a very creative team that puts together that stuff. Uh, and you can wear it around and look cool. There's nothing else to say there, right? You just look cool sporting our stuff, which is awesome. Yes. Again, Kevin Decker, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, if you have any questions, you can go to discord.willsavethepodcast.com, join our discord and ask us. We'll answer. Believe me. You can even add us on there. I think that's how it works at. I'm usually the Kevster 101. I think I'm on there as Kevin. It doesn't matter. Get on Discord, talk to us. But most of all, please keep listening and enjoying our show. And thank you, thank you, thank you again. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. This is Will Save and the Interstellar Tales from the Extra Galactic Adventure Anthology Unknown Treasures. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to We'll Save the Pot Wait. <gasps> what wait what? wait a minute. No 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 what's going on? What? Is it, wait what? this Why it's is not Kevin Will Save the Podcast Kevin Why did actually... you start Yeah 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 no this is this is Kevin Kevin uh, this is John's podcast Kevin Post Yeah <laughs> Where so are this, we? This is what we're gonna call a little a little side session um of We'll Save the Podcast and we're we're calling it 
We'll Save, and the Interstellar Tales from the Extra Galactic Adventure Anthology. Sounds like a perfect yeah. And I think this is going to be like an overwhelming, ar- overarching, overwhelming, <laughs> overwhelming, <laughs> overarching story. story. It's already overwhelming. It's great, um, but it's 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 still connected. This is still within the universe of uh, we'll know, the rest of the we'll say pod the podcast. Um, but I will be GMing this one, and I just want to. No. This is another note, especially for the listener. I'm <sighs> sorry ahead of time. Um, I have oh, never. Kevin. Don't ever GM'd a game in my life. This is That's a gonna first be awesome. for me. We didn't even run like a test session. This is this is true. I'm I'm jumping no. into this while recording. And so, we don't need to. Like no, I, this I'm is, so excited for Kevin to run this game. <laughs> me too. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so it's nervous. So good. It's so great. Like, now you now you will know. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And I love that. Ev- the only person on this podcast nervous is Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, "Woo!" I know you're all itching just to make it worse. That's fine. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the other side, man. It's like a player going on GM, GM going yeah. on player. So with with that, I do. I want to roll into um, just for if you are a current listener. Thank you again for listening. You probably know all our voices and know who we are. Um, but if you're picking up right now, um, we do have an entire other story arc. If you want to go back and listen to any of that, um, and from that story arc, I'd like to, inter- like to introduce ourselves. So I am Kevin Decker. Um, in this show, I will be the GM. Um, but in Will Save the Podcast, I play Rick Nineteen, the Android Bounty Hunter. Um, and then I just want to do some other stuff. Uh, like my favorite letter is the letter M. Okay. So I want to go what? around the room. I'm going to start with John. Um, no. I want to know a little bit about yourself. I want to know your name, who you are on We'll Save the Podcast, and what's your favorite letter? Let me start here. It was a dark, stormy <laughs> night in Florida. Summer thunderstorms. Tense. Super intense, and I was born May twenty eighth, nineteen ninety, Gainesville, Florida. Let's fast forward a little bit. Oh my god! And I am in question. Bingo, bingo! <laughs> if you want to steal my ID, that's the audio that you need right there. Yes, my name Done. is John Swan. Uh, I am playing the character beep 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 on uh, this yeah, that show. Wasn't, that wasn't one of the, the questions here. That's okay. Great. Sorry. So sorry. I would play missing. all the characters and, on the other show. But on the other show, yes, yeah, so I'm a player in this show. In the other show, I'm the GM. We're playing the fantastic adventure path, the threefold conspiracy. Definitely start at episode one there. And just as Kev said, to plug it again, this show that Kev is jamming is all part of the Will Save Universe. So who knows what might come up that if you've listened to some episodes of our uh, main flagship show, then maybe you'll, the, the maybe you'll be universe? a little in the know. Yeah, yeah, it's all, yeah, it's almost as if it's like interstellar tales. Yeah, tales, you know, it's great. Anyway, that's who I am. And uh, my favorite letter is uh, J. All right, cool. Thank you very much. Let's move on to Will Garrett. Uh, yeah, my name's Will Garrett. I uh, (laughs) I was born in Los Angeles. Uh, sometime in the past, it is up. It's still wildly, wildly speculated <laughs> still when unclear. and where. Uh, Depends exactly. on whether Los Angeles was incorporated as a city at the time. Yeah, it might exactly. not have been. It, yeah, it, it, right. <laughs> Scholars still debate. Um, <laughs> on our primary, 
on Will Save the Podcast, I should say, I play Dr. Kantu Okadis, an Asharu biomedical researcher from Quebec, uh, representing the university, capital university on Javome. Uh, yeah, and uh, here I'm excited to dive into a new character, dive into a new adventure, uh, our new anthology. And uh, my favorite letter is Omega. Nice. Naturally. That is great. That's a very awesome. will answer. Yes. Right. Like that. Very, the very. Diversion from the, from the Arabic alphabet to the Greek. That's yeah. Interesting. That's good. <laughs> All right, Vinny, you're up next. Uh, I am Vinny Rodriguez. I was born two weeks before John, not in the woods. Uh, I was born in Jacksonville, Florida. Rude. Uh, <laughs> the big city. On a swamp. Uh, right. Uh, uh, for those listening, quite the skeptical look. Um, I play Colin Edenbrand, our Irish uh, healing mystic in Will Save the Podcast, uh, who has been on a grand total of what eight episodes now? A fairly uh, late, I haven't bloomer, done math late, in that one. Late comer, um, but definitely uh, happy to be here. These these four gentlemen, I I I couldn't imagine playing with a much more fun group than these guys. Oh, hey, <laughs> should add Vinny's- that. He's nope. still early, so he has to say things like that. Yeah, he also yeah. hasn't figured yeah. out anything else out about us. Uh, I'm still in the dating Give him phase. like 20 more episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. haven't like put the ring on it yet, so I'm still going to make the good impression. <laughs> we'll treat you right. Maybe you're just being kind. <laughs> Vinny and I have been friends since second grade, so maybe you're just trying to be kind, and at some point you'll be like, no, this is the worst. That's or, okay. I mean, you guys are still friends, so that's a good... That's true. That's true. true. The Sorry. second grade is a long time ago. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that it's a two digit number, but I don't know if it starts with a one or a two. And I'm not sure yeah. I want to do the math because I'm old <laughs> as <laughs> for those that 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 didn't do that math yet. Today is my birthday. Hey, Happy birthday. Hey. birthday. Hey. I'm the ripe old age of 32, uh, old enough to not help your friends move, but not get old enough to really like make wise financial decisions. I remember 32. I think 32 <laughs> was one good. of my better years. <laughs> 31 was. was good to me. I yeah. think I did a lot of growing Same. in 31. Yeah. Yeah. It was like some some uh, some some healthy decisions, you know, joined a gym. Uh, <laughs> That's did good. some introspection. That's good. Like, got got some did some Enneagram research. like it's yeah. I'm a whole yeah. new dude at 32. Dude, it happens. 30s are turn where it's at. 30s. Yeah. 30, you 31. Really think. I was playing with some friends. And I was like, hey, you know, maybe we should make a podcast. Yeah. That's been turning out all right so far. So, you know, it's good. And I mean, Vinny's still like optimistic and, and yeah. like, set on life. He's just in a good spot. And then we have Kelly. Chronically depressed. <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. It's just, that's too good. That's great. That's oh my great. god! Very happy. <laughs> Wonderful segue. Great segue. That's great. But don't. But for for real, don't ask people in their 30s to help you move. Like they'd rather probably donate money to help you hire somebody. I, yeah, I'll, yes. hire, I'll help you hire yeah. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm I'm actually I would help five, almost thirty six, and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll help people move all the time. Well, but you I'd rather offer than be asked. Right. I guess I, be, I would true. help anyone move any one or two pieces of furniture. But like my my day. brother, yeah. bless his heart, <laughs> lived in a third floor walk up. No, mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing that. No, dude, we're we're of that age. Hire some movers. <laughs> 
My sister, uh, I once helped her move in the same apartment complex four times. I'm not even kidding. She'd be like, I want to move up a floor or this way or something like that. The last time I moved, I just bolted everything to the floor. And you bought out in my head cannon. That's what I did. All the tools in the in the local hardware, so she could never take them out. I cut off all the roads. There's no way in anymore. But uh, my name is Kelly, uh, and I don't know, man. I didn't help her move the last time. Uh, So um, my name is Kelly, and uh, I live in Los Angeles. (laughs) And um, do you? Yeah, that's right. I, I came here to this group of people because I knew Will and worked with Will and I love everyone here and love working with them it's awesome oh, and my I favorite love oh I love Aww. you and uh, I'm sure that my character is going to have a nice happy healthy life under Kevin and my favorite letter <laughs> is X it won't die in the that's, first episode we hope that's so, a bold prediction yeah. some of the most interesting like words can be formed with an X what's yes. our over under on somebody dying in the first episode Please, I or don't second episode. Episode. character. I'm gonna no. put any character. Fifty-four and a half any points. Character. I mean, somebody has to die, right? I mean, look, I gotta bring it the up. First episode. I gotta mean, ask. it's my first time GMing, and I don't know what CR means. So, good luck, um, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. I don't know if you mentioned who do you play on Will Save the Podcast? Oh, on Will Save the Podcast, I play uh, Sheeran, former space pirate called Here's Fabricius. Mm. Fabricius. He is a bug guy. Yeah, Fabricius. That's a cool, good name. cool. So I think we got everybody. I think everyone. We have any other questions? Any comments we want to make, or do you guys just want to move ahead? I'm I'm anxious. I'm 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 shaky. I want to get started. Kev, just tell me which page of the book you want to start on. I'll turn to it, and we'll go from there. Uh, hold on. Let me see. I'll open up the book. Okay. Um, it is yep. actually page. If three. we could all open our books yep. of uh, the Adventure Path, that would be great. <laughs> it sounds uh, like we're in church. I don't. Yeah. Open your books. Yeah, none of you should. What That's about the classroom? Works. Open your books to page. Oh, yeah. that too. Yeah, this is that, yeah. this is where Kev teaches us all about the Navy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's we'll, actually oh here. It's a giant excuse to like talk yes, about the navy. Really <laughs> He's like, we're gonna oh, we're gonna do pirates. It. That's what just because that's, that's yeah. why I picked. That's why I picked it. Uh, sure. No. Okay. I'm. Okay, man. I've learned more about the navy. I've have family in the navy. A lot of family. I've learned and more about learned it more. from Kevin than anyone yeah, else. One hundred percent amazing. It's because I'm a digit and I love it. I love the navy. I don't even know what that is. But yeah, I don't know what that is. It's a tool. Never mind. It's a Pokemon. Uh, it's like, I'll teach you. Running. Yeah, I'll, I'll teach you all about it. Now that you don't uh, know. Okay, it sounds like I should stop this peaceful, wonderful, lighthearted yeah, banter music yeah. since I'm running the music. It sounds like you want I, I think you should hold Look up just a minute. John's oh, GMing just, already. Just, yeah, in, I know. It, it, it's, I know. His podcast, it's not even it's like, I'm, it's like running running to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Here, let's, let's see if I can try this. Ready? <gasps> all right. Here we go. Oh. All right. Let's play. Hey, so the lights go down in the theater, right? And stop dimming. Um, So I want you to close your eyes and picture the vast darkness speckled with stars. And you see in blue text long ago in this very galaxy ellipses. Now you can play a dramatic music, John. And yellow words will fly back into space as we'll save and the interstellar tales from the extra galactic adventure anthology flies onto the screen and then yellow words start to crawl up the screen junkers delight by jason keely 
and Misha Bushaker. And then it's slightly bigger, bold font. Unknown treasures. And then normal font follows. Only a few years after the gap, the god Triune sent the signal, a message that civilizations across the galaxy how to access the drift. A strange new plane of existence that facilitates faster than light travel. At once, scientists and scholars sought to better understand the drift, what it was, how it truly worked, and why it existed. Centuries later, many of these questions remain unanswered. But in those early decades, the pioneering spirit of scientific exploration swept many scientists and research teams up and away. One collection of independent scholars believed they could draw energy directly from the drift in a process that would make power sources like batteries obsolete. These scientists crewed a a research vessel called the Stellar Flare. Its mobility allowed them to travel and study unusual drift phenomena. And aboard this ship, one of the researchers was an android named Vari-8. Tragedy stuck, struck the stellar flare as they conducted an experiment above Akiton after procuring some Thasteron, a mineral often converted into starship fuel before drift engines became a standard. The ship crashed on the red planet below. Although no one survived and the research was lost, emergency medical teams salvaged the partial remains of Variate's body. And soon after, another soul found its way into the android, and Vari 9 was born. Hundreds of years has passed. Recently, Vari 13, a historian residing in the body of Variate, had a close call with an unsecured airlock, and the near-death experience unlocked some of Vari 8's memories. Suddenly reminded of the groundbreaking research pioneered by Vari-8, Vari-13 began to track down the stellar flare. After all, if any technology from the experiments could be recovered, the research could start again. And perhaps this time, all the packed worlds would have limitless energy directly from the drift. Ellipses. Alright, and then like as those words are scrolling up the screen the spaceship just breaks through them. Vinny, do you want to describe that ship to us? Yeah. Um, That ship uh, looks a bit like a bird in that it's got a sort of a thicker center section uh, with a cockpit near the front um, and wings off to the left and right with um, uh, not feathers, but because they're metallic, um, it looks it looks a fair bit like the M class ships from a franchise which I will not name for copyright <laughs> reasons. Um, and um, the color scheme is navy blue as the primary, with like a light um, light orange uh, alternate. And uh, oh, do you want me to 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 mention the name? I was going to ask that. Yes, um, it's Caduceus. Caduceus. I Caduceus. Like <laughs> We're going to have you spell it out for us some other time. But uh, I will. Um, Great. I think name. one little change I want to make to that is instead of a cockpit, it's actually a full bridge. 
because we're gonna Ooh. we're gonna scale this thing up. It is it is a full size starship with a crew of fifty plus people. Yeah. Dang, Los Angeles class. And and along the side yeah. of these things, this ship is a bunch of portholes and viewing ports. Um, and so we're gonna like swing the camera all the way around this starship. And as it wraps around that second time, it's gonna zoom in on a single porthole. And as it zooms in, it's going to see this window. And inside this window, there's a small stateroom with a bed on one wall and a beautiful starscape painting hanging over it. And across from it is a small desk. And sitting at that desk, there's a figure. And we're going to zoom in. As we get closer and into that, we're going to look past through the window. John, can you describe this figure? So you see this very tall, lean Kasathan. You can tell from the back of the elongated head. You pan down, you see that there's a black, loose-fitting shirt, kind of flowy, a little bit of like a quarter button on the front as you pan around. And as we look, the shirt comes down to the forearms. And if you don't know, Kasathans have four arms forearms but forearms and you can see all these tattoos at least from the forearms of the forearms and they seem to be moving up into full sleeves maybe one is a half sleeve there are all these tattoos in black ink on this blue skin it looks like some of them are coordinates some of them are stars some of them are navigational tools there's also one that is the adari that's quite large on one of the arms and they're sitting looking and as we kind of move around you see that their pants red they're like a tunic or sorry they're they're robed also flowy there seems to be this gold sash around the pants and they're sitting and it seems like they're leaning forward and the energy is out of them there's a sense of heaviness in the room maybe if you look off to the right there's the starscape this beautiful starscape but down below on the floor there's several other paintings uh, various sizes the canvas is just leaning up against each other one maybe is really colorful maybe it's the drift one is almost all black one one seems to have some paintings on it you can't quite see it there's some paint supplies sitting next to it but otherwise the room except for that the room is spotless and minimalist but in a thoughtful way and as we come around we see that his eyes are closed thinking there's a and without opening the eyes one of the arms pulls out a drawer in the desk comes out picks up a little device that seems to be some sort of storage device and puts it on the ground or on the desk presses a button there's a little hollow display scrolls through very slowly and this his finger pauses above above one entry and takes a deep breath and one of the arms 
pushes the entry for the audio to start playing. Listen, Rolu, it's me. Listen, you did good. You did good with the plans. The entry points were accurate. We got through and we got those people out and even took out some of the traffickers. The people are on their way to the rendezvous point and I confirmed that the stewards are there to pick them up. So what I'm about to say has nothing to do with you. You did perfectly. But we got found out. And Rolu, Chad, he didn't make it. He sacrificed himself so we could get those people out and so we would have a chance. He always was a kind idiot. Everyone else is fine, but I don't know what they're going to do with us. Disband the crew. A lot of them are pretty much nameless, so they'll be fine. Tell them to find other crews, or even better, get away from the free captains far away. As for you, Shara, and anyone well-known, we were traitors, and you all had nothing to do with this. Your captain's gone now, and you never had the confidence to become captain yourself, so you disbanded the crew, okay? That's your story, and everyone's story. Stick to it. My record with the stewards and the other powers that be is now wiped clean, but I've run up a tab with these bastards, and they're powerful ones, so I'm not going to be able to come back from this. Take care. The audio stops. Oh Ooh. my god! <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm the GM, and I'm like, what the? Hell? Uh, no, that was beautiful. Um, Rolu opens his eyes, and uh, we can't quite see his entire face, but another arm presses another button, and then as we pan down, we see a white mask going over Rolu's face. Leans back, kind of with a heavy sigh. Starts to think, starts to just project himself into what could happen. Having listened to this over and over. And then stops, remembers where he is. And that's what we see. And he goes back to painting. And he goes back, he <laughs> takes the storage device, reaches over, grabs a canvas, has a nice little display on the front, just opens some and, water And covers. then when, while Rolu's going about his business, uh, heavy-handed, um, there's a... Just kind of over the intercom. Um, it's called a 1MC on a submarine, but here it's going to be called an intercom or a PA. Starts now. You know. I'm starting uh, to... <laughs> I'm going to take yeah, a tally. That's, that's tally know, one. Maybe uh, reference. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> This was called Count the Navy references per episode Bing. and win a prize. One. <laughs> it's like a radar blip. Yeah. Cop, let's come to the CO stateroom. So as Rolu, he stands up. He opens up the door to the stateroom. Changes. And he steps out. Yeah, he changes real quick. Okay, he changes. Yep. Uh, and he gets up and he, as he's leaving the stateroom, another door, like right next door in the hallway, opens up. And what steps out? Kelly. Okay, so what steps out of this room is a seven-foot-tall giant cat beast man called a Patra, a raisin starfinder. He is golden, kind of like a tabby-colored, like golden fur, like all the way, like tall, angular, 
like horny looking ears and like these like really meow. really like <laughs> meow is <laughs> <laughs> <You> said horny <laughs> yeah he has like these like the anyway golden like golden uh kind of like a light golden eye eyes kind of like a sunrise over the water sort of appearance behind him as he comes out of the room you see little tankards and containers filled with pieces of biology of various creatures oh a couple of skulls trophies from from previous engagements this one's a fighter and so he takes trophies from from those who he destroys his armor is also gold kind of shiny just a very big broad scary looking guy and on his belt he has just a sheath like a black sheath or i should say a hilt more accurately like hanging on on his there you go <laughs> big hands long claws you can make out like the traces of dried blood under his fingernails rolu speaks up when he sees his patra Learn anything new from your precious carcass? I always do, Cobb. And with that, you two, the WEPS, which is uh, short for weapons officer, Thaddeus is our weapons officer, uh, and the Cobb, which is an acronym for chief of the boat. They're keeping count. They're throwing up tally marks. Uh, is the most senior enlisted person on a, on a, a, sh- a ship. Um, the two of you make your way down to the CO stateroom. Once you get to the door, uh, Rolo, you're kind of leading the way, mm-hmm. and you reach up and you knock twice. I don't. Do you knock twice with one hand, or do you use like two fists on one side and go? Doo-doo. Depends on what I'm feeling, but right now, there's just knock twice with one hand. It's very direct. Right. Do uh, and you request permission to enter. May I enter? From the, from the other side of the room, or other side of the door, you hear a come in. Mm. And so you reach down, you open the handle, you open that door, and Will, what do we see? You see, as you open the door, the air shifts in a cold room, adorned with trophies from prior journeys, maps and charts, pictures and persons, figures and artifacts, notes scrawling, interpreting a maze of information laid out among the CO's personal belongings were beneath streams of light beaming from the portholes lining the sides of the stateroom backlights a figure barely visible but for two shimmering golden tips of what at first glance looks like knives pointed upward and beneath the large figure whose body heat is producing a thin ribbon of steam creeping up from his body as the creature exhales loudly a cloud of steam begins to stand he what was appearing to be golden daggers you saw before shows themselves to be part of a larger set of black horns curving upward in an appearance of glass resembling a highly polished obsidian streaked with gold and tipped completely by a luminous and shimmering gold horns appearing to be natural but like black marble so sharp it seems to be gilded beneath those horns a long large face covered in light gray fur he looks up at you with piercing pink eyes nearly eight feet hulking before you stands a noir wearing black fitted armor with golden embellishments and a golden collar shrouding his 
scars around his neck. Do you want me to name him? Yeah, tell us his name. His name is Almanzo Goldhorn. Nice. Almanzo Goldhorn. Let me write that down. And he I'm not taking notes speaks, for this because I'm a GM. I have a problem that you two better handle. And as the captain says this, there's something moving in the back of his stateroom. And it, it hops down and starts walking down. And what what do we see, Vinny? Um, I, I sort of imagine that the camera pans left to nothing and then tilts <laughs> down abruptly. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. You see a roughly 18-inch, uh, what might be best described as a monkey-faced orchid. Um, you see a tiny... Um, what looks like Jack from a very popular pirate franchise um, in full sort of uh, pirate-garbed second-skin armor uh, <laughs> doting around. Where you would expect to see a bed, you would see, like, a plant bed. Aww. Instead of sheets, <laughs> there's, like, soil. It's just a pot, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, he sort of toddles over flower uh, gently billowing in the in the in the breeze of the ship nice and so like a, and what pick, do you have a name for this creature uh his name is Jack spelled with a c h c h so Jack Jack Chuck yeah. Chuck so Chuck comes out from his bed his flower bed uh, and he moves across the floor and he's gonna climb up the leg and onto the shoulder of the pirate captain. Captain, what appears to be the problem? Those street rats just bit off more than they can chew. Cafac mm. Depot is my territory. Take the yeoman chief with you. He has more details. Chalk, go with them. Mm, that's our territory. Let's go. And as, as he says that, the, the ship lurches. The whole thing pulls to one side. But no one is surprised by that. It's, a, it's almost like it was expected. Uh, and then the captain states the obvious. We're out of the drift now. That is all. Distant stars. Or drift beacons and distant stars. Drift, drift beacons, beacons and, and distant stars. stars. You heard drift it. Let's beacons go. and different stars. And with that... The three of you leave the room. Do you guys say anything to each other as soon as that door shuts? Look, this is going to be something that uh, sounds like we need to handle this quickly. Handle this with not a lot of care. We'll take it. I'm going to be the uh, CO and uses air quotes looking at the Patra, which, by the way, what's the Patra's name again? The Patra's name is Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Does that make sense, Thaddeus? If we run into any combat, I have to take over, Cobb. You know how this is. Mm. I can't say you're the man for that job. As soon as action occurs, I'm in charge. I am the weapons officer, Cobb. Well, the thing is, you know, things happen in combat, so... When the time comes, it will get done. <sighs> he starts Jack, where where Jack, are you guys? Check is oh, looking ahead, up. It, it looks like he's watching a tennis match. 
but as as that conversation concludes, he climbs up on Cobb's shoulder. All right, guys, let's go. Agree to get this done. There's like a handout to shake. Thaddeus just starts walking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Damn. Love it. Um, okay, so where do you guys where do you guys want to go? Where do you go next? Well, we need to go to the human, right? Yo, sorry, yeoman. Yeoman, yeah. Yeoman. Oh, man, look at John bringing in some Navy terms. Okay. That That's four. Yeah. Four. Uh, yeah. I no, learned it from you, gets... Kev. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's just Kevin mentions. Kev's count. I think we should tap him. Thaddeus, are, are you coming <laughs> with us to talk to the yeoman? Or, uh, maybe you don't care about that, so I'll just handle it. So, I'm with you, Cobb. I'm with you. All right. Let's go. So where where do you guys head? I can give you some suggestions. You can go to like Cruise Mess, which is usually where people gather when they're not doing anything else. Um, yeah, you can go to the engine room. You can go to one of the cargo bays. You can go to like the cargo bay, or you can go to the the, the other, other cargo, cargo bay. Yeah, cargo the, bay. Oh, there's two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You can oh, also really? Are we sure? Yeah. This time, uh, okay. yes, there are two. This time, uh, yes. You can there's not a like, third one that we're not aware of, right? Yeah. Sorry. Maybe, maybe. All right. If there's two, there's one. So. Okay. You can also go to the chief's quarters, which is where the chiefs usually hang out, or like the yeoman shack is where yeomans usually go. So where would you guys want to go through first? I think probably, yeah, probably wherever the yeoman's most likely to be. So is, like, that, is that one or is that two Navy? That's seven, I think. That's, that's like seven. Yeah, seven. <laughs> uh, yeoman shack, I think. Past five. Right? Only yeoman shack? <laughs> yeah. All right, so you guys make it down. You go down the hallway. You go down some stairs. Uh, on on your way to the Yeoman Shack, you pass through Cruise Quarters or Cruise Mess. Uh, right. Cruise Mess is just like a bunch of dining tables, and there's people hanging out. Some people are playing cards in the corner. Other people are just reading a book. Um, and you go further down that hallway, and off to the side, there's another. It seems like a stateroom, except for the top of the door. There's like it's a it's a split door, so one door can swing open. Uh-huh. Like the, like the yep. top of the door opens. Yep. Um, and you look in there, and there's a young Lashenta sitting there. Real quiet. Your move, Cobb. You're in charge. Excuse me. Have you, have you seen the yeoman? Uh, I, 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 no, no. I, I haven't seen it. Last I saw the, the, the chief, I think he's in the chief's quarters. All right. Thank you. As you were. And we leave to go to the chief's quarters. Cool. So you guys walk further down and you get to the chief's quarters, you knock on the door and you're the cop, so you can just kind of yep. you know, knock your way in. Go in. Yep. And uh, you see a round table and there's uh, a vesk sitting on one corner and sitting next to him is... who Who's sitting next to the vesk, Will? You see the yeoman Terme Theoden Hermidax, also known as Terme, a hooded figure with a burnt orange, sort of uh, gold and pink hued uh, embellishment with a cape uh, and a, he's a witch word, forearmed, wearing sort of black obsidian uh, freebooter armor, similar to what the captain's garb uh, was. But with a uh, uh, sort of like a, a pink, rose pink, golden hue to it, the trim around it, and a burnt orange, almost black uh, embellishment around it, sitting there. Uh, 
discussing, I guess, something with the Vesk. Is the Vesk... What what I know if the Vesk is a lower rank than me? You would know that he's at least a chief. Unless... So, like, if... It, and more Navy shit. Um, so, if the chiefs are just sitting there casually, they're probably both chiefs. If there's somebody standing there, he's probably talking to a chief like he was requested to come in. But it'd be much more, like, formal and rigid. So, okay. if they're just casually talking, they're probably both chiefs. Okay. At, at least. And, and and chief would be higher than Cobb, correct? Tech- no, Cobb, Cobb is Cobb. A chief. He's chief of the boat. He's the highest chief. He's the highest chief. The highest all right, uh, gonna walk over and look in and, and look over at the yeoman and say, Yeoman, I'm gonna need you for something. Uh, and then look at the vesk and say, If you don't mind, we're gonna need the room for this. I'd like to speak in private. Very well. And the vesk stands up. He just kind of nods at you and shimmies out because their vesks are large. And he, yeah. <laughs> kind of pushes walks people past, out of the way. Yeah. He, he bows at, the, at um, Thaddeus. And he, his eyes kind of get big when he sees Check, because Check is usually only on the captain's shoulder. Yeah, mm. you better get out. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, he huffs and keeps walking. I <laughs> uh, think, uh, think Rolu goes and takes a seat and then looks over at Thaddeus, gestures the seat for Thaddeus to sit. Can I help you? We've got something here from the captain. Sounds like you've got some more information. We just dropped out of the drift, and we need to take back Kefak Depot. Yes. Tell me everything you know. We are to go on a mission. The shuttle is ready. The docking bay. We must eliminate Dotrulo. Trulo. Tr- uh, eliminate Dotrulo. Do- is how I'm pronouncing Dotrulo. <laughs> Find some information, some riddle to draw and draw him out. This is what I've been told. You've been told to, to draw uh, him out. Dotrulo, you said? Yes. Hmm. Okay, so. We must leave at once, and I've been given the authority to uh, accompany you on this mission. I am. Happy to have you aboard on this mission. I just want to find out more. So, Detrulo is somebody. Uh, what's their What's their thing? What's their shtick? Why Why are they a thorn in our side right now? Okay. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. Like, this is all you guys know. Is that um, Terme? That's how you say it, right? Terme. Yeah, Terme. Terme has a note, Terme and that. But Terme is fine. Oh, and did you damn. do you want to show him the note? Go ahead and show. I I don't know if if that's what your character would do, but yeah. sure. Yeah, I'll show right, him the note. Just... It says, "Eliminate Dotrulu. Find the riddle. Dotrulu. Find the riddle. Draw him out." <laughs> Sorry, as, as Terme told you, there is a shuttle waiting. So. The- I think uh, uh, Rolu's going to show that to Thaddeus and say, "How many riddles do you find in those corpses? This is, uh, this is something. This is something new here. I don't, I don't really not in the business to solve riddles, but I guess that's what I, we're doing now. I've I found many things on corpses, but never a riddle before. Mm. Looking forward to it. Hmm, I love a riddle. 
Jack, I'll be looking to you the most for the answer to this riddle. All right. <laughs> Shall so we proceed? And I think uh, I think Rolu like kind of side eyes Tormaden, and then this. Yes, yes, we shall. As like a reminder of like, oh yeah, that's right, we got to get back to the job. And then we slams all four arms or hands on the desk. Let's go. So I figure you guys all get up. You you kind of just shoot your different ways and grab your gear. You know whatever gear you're expecting to bring on this. Um, and then you head out to the docking bay, and you guys all meet up in the docking bay. And there's okay. like there's several ships in this docking bay. Cause it's, a, it's a large starship and so there's several smaller ships and shuttles um so you guys walk up to one and it's about the size of like a small helicopter like a military helicopter it probably mm. seats about you know eight people total um yeah like a huey i don't know how many people i didn't look up how much Hueys can hold because <laughs> that is navy related but it's air stuff it's, it's not it's not part of the navy so Kim some, doesn't some, care. submarine yeah, submarine it's... world is all i care about. uh anyway so you guys walk up to this one shuttle that is clearly the the one that's activated and getting ready to go um and you guys all start to climb in there's a young human woman sitting in the pilot seat and she goes Cobb, weps welcome aboard says here you guys are going to kefak depot yeah we're going to kefak depot and with that, she starts flicking switches and pushing buttons, and the engines roar to life. And you guys all get in, shut the doors, and you hear this as the door seals shut. Yes. Um, and then the the airlock doors, the the giant bay doors, open up, and you see the stars out, and you can see uh, Akiton uh, down below you. Um, and the shuttle starts to lift off and shoot out the out the bay doors, and that's when you hear, you know, now we're like in the intercoms and. Uh, just so you know, there's a no-fly zone around Kafak Depot. Nothing can fly there. Like, not even insects and bugs and, and birds. Morrow's as close as I can get you, Rolu. But the Exo said he's got some ground support for you, some ground transport ready. That's fine. Drop us wherever's safe. And also, wherever's quiet. Want to keep this a little under the radar. I'm not sure if that's what you... That's not really how it works, John. Just say what, what the, what the, what the <laughs> so I'm switching you over to the map of Akiton now. <sighs> yes, roll twenty. <laughs> yeah, yes. So Shout out to roll twenty. It's just a map yeah. of Akiton, which is a beautiful map. I also, I want to. I, I want to shout out Kev for this really good landing page for us. Yeah. Oh, yes. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Great landing page. I drew it myself. I'm just kidding. I took the cover of the book. Um, <laughs> shout out, Junkers Delight. To shout out. out. That. I had to look it up who, who drew that, but thank you very much. <laughs> uh, cool. So now you guys should be on the right map. Yes. I'm new to yeah. Twenty. And yes. First on the right map. Yep. So, yep. I see it. I see a map. You don't see the map. I see a map. Oh, you see the map. Okay, cool. So now I'm going to do... Let's see if I can do this right. Bam! Did that work? What it, What am I seeing now? Oh, yeah. I see the ship. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, if anybody knows the map great. of Akiton, anybody listening, um, there's a map like of Akiton, and, and across the middle of it is a big, large crack. So as the scout ship breaks through the dusty atmosphere of Akiton, you see a humongous crevice splitting the small planet. Small desert planet. This chasm that runs the almost the entire equator chasm. is called the Adat chasm. 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 Uh, chasm. Is chasm. called chasm. the Adayo drift. A rift, mm. not drift. Um, you see a major metropolitan area 
built into the walls of this canyon as far as the eye can see, all the way down to the bottom. And there's no rock there, only buildings and flickering lights all the way into the darkness from the cliff's edge blocking the sunlight. That's so cool. The ship settles onto one of dozens of landing pads on the upper ridge as the city spills over into the flat desert. And it lands on this pad and you step out uh, and you walk over to a parking lot and kind of lead the way. And Terme is kind of leading the way because he's got the information um, that the pilot handed him. Uh, and there's this yes. giant elevator that comes this up. Way. And uh, where the elevator is coming up and other people are moving around, you actually see a bus. Um, but oh. instead of like just like a school bus almost, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. instead of wheels, it has like tank treads all the way down the side of it. What? And on top, there's some armaments on the roof. Um, but if you look closely, like they they look pretty rusty and probably not you know well maintained. Um, you guys walk up to it, and this is your ride. Hey, uh, Yelvin, where are we? We are to take this transport. That's where we we're at the Adio Rift. What do you mean? Where are we? We're on Akitoden. Oh, okay. These uh, these these buses look pretty broken down. And as you guys are having this conversation, you're looking at the multiple buses. You see one bus that has kind of like a digital sign on the side that says Kefak Depot. And there's uh, a Sheeran standing outside wearing like a bus driver's outfit. I'm not sure what a bus driver's outfit looks like. Hey, look, on the city of Mara. Guys, they sent one just for us. All right, anybody going to Catfock Depot? Catfock Depot this way. We are. Yeah. We are. Check, check. I'm just going to need you to. Uh, your enthusiasm is infectious, but it just, uh, you know, we don't need to let everybody up, know Jack. that we're going to Catfock Depot. Check. Shut up. Check. Check waves his flower, but not quite as aggressively as he was before. <laughs> <laughs> as you guys walk up, you hand, you know, you hand the tickets. Tremay probably hands like all the tickets to. Yes, um, I keep the tickets. So we four joined this ride to Depot. Welcome aboard. I'll get you there as soon as I can. And so you guys all shove, you know, shove your way into this bus. Um, when you get on, you notice there's a small family of Yasoki. Uh, hmm. And you also see in the very back there are two Vesks chilling, sitting in the back row. Um, you know, wherever you guys want to sit. I and immediately pull out my club and start beating the Yusoki family because <laughs> they're a threat. <laughs> they're an absolute threat. As Rolu gets on, Rolu, uh, in, in what you can tell is the best way because Kasathans wear masks always, but you can tell that his eyes kind of crinkle up in a smile and he greets the, uh, f- the Yusoki family in Yusoki walking by, shuffling oh. by to get to the seat. Uh, the kids kind of turn away from you, but the the mother nods, um, as you know, and replies back in Yusoki. Mm. Thank you. Have a nice day. Check check waves aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> the kids the kids smile at you, but they don't know what they're what they're smiling about. Think, Whoa, what is that thing? So wait, did we talk about what what your races are? I think uh, Thaddeus mentioned you are a Patra. Yes. Rolu, we know, is a Kasafin. Yep, blue skin, long, uh, elongated head, what, wears a mask all the say? time. What was Treme? He's a witch word. Mm. A witch word. Such a good um, choice. 
Yeah. And which words also have forearms, right? Correct. Yeah. Got it. And uh, they are also, is. typically, they hide their faces, so he's got a hood. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then Chuck, what Chuck. what kind of creature are you? Yeah, I, I described him a bit, but I didn't name the race. He's a Raxolite. Raxolite. Classic. I love Raxolites. And I feel like on Akiton, a lot of people haven't seen Raxolites. They come from a distant planet. Probably, yeah. yeah I would, I I, would imagine there are a lot of plant people on a desert planet. Yeah, it's yeah. just a wasteland, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that. that yes, there's more to Akiton than just being a wasteland. But, really? uh, you know, when you see everything as a way to study corpses, uh, that's fine. To be expected. And before you guys <laughs> even sit down, uh, the Sheeran steps on board and he shuts the door behind you and he says, everyone aboard, please take your seats. We're going to get moving soon. Check, right. please, please sit down. Let's you go. need to actually sit he- and not not hop between the seats. He he hops off of the shoulder and like bounces a couple of times on the seat. Jack, I'm going to need you to be <laughs> in the seat for this ride. I'm sorry. Okay. Th- Thaddeus steps on and then the bus just kind of like heaves under his like weight. <laughs> and then he just kind of like he kind of like attempts to give a grin at like the Yosoki, but it's just like terrifying. And then he just sits down. <laughs> the kids, ah! All right, so then the bus the bus starts moving as soon as you guys sit down. It takes several hours for you to get to Kefak Depot. Oh man! Um, if you could see on the map, I was gonna actually. Sorry, I forgot to watch. Ready? Oh! oh and the ship lands at Morrow. Ship. Look at uh, that! And then Kefak Depot. You can see how far Kefak Depot is. So it's it's several, okay, several hours trip. You don't see the, the map. No, I, I just see, see lots of sand. Oh, Kafak, oh Kafak okay, is there it is. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple other ridges, but there's bridges across that. Not a big deal. So, a couple um, other ridges, you guys but are, there are bridges. You, you know, you're trucking through the desert, and it takes some time. Um, do you guys do anything while you're on the bus? Check, I say anything look up what the anyone? ambient temperature of the desert is. Um, it is 23 degrees Celsius currently. Oof. Okay. Check, check pulls out one of those uh, tourist misting fans and just like yeah, starts to spray water true. on himself. <laughs> is 23 a lot? 23 is, is pretty hot in Celsius, is my understanding. None of us. No, it's 73 degrees. But really? It's, what? So okay. It's nice. yeah. I was super wrong about that. My bad. It's nice. Come on, man. Yeah. But, but it's it's kind of it's very early in the morning. Like you guys flew down at sun, sunrise. And like, I, I imagine ambient humidity is pretty, pretty low. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's no a dry seventy-three. You're like in Arizona. That's what it's. Termes um, uh, looking out at the the landscape, uh, wishing he was outside, but you couldn't tell based on his appearance or face. He just gazes by himself, uh, looking mm-hmm. outward. As which words do you prefer a dry climate? Huh. Didn't know. Torme, uh, you ever you ever been out here in the rough deserts? I've been in many a desert. Mm. So Quite you would say, fond of them. So you're a desert guy. All right. I'm fond of where opportunity leads. You know, some may say that uh, there's wisdom in the way that the sands move, and if you listen close enough, you can you can hear that wisdom. <laughs> Always so sentimental, Cobb. Check. Check presses his ear opening to the window. 
<laughs> I feel like the kids laugh at that. <laughs> I don't. I don't hear any wisdom. <laughs> you just have to listen closer, Jack. Well, well, when you get out, you'll be able to hear it all. You should just get outside can, right now, Jack. You can get on my shoulder and you can listen. Okay. Cool. So, um, you know, this trip goes on for several hours, and as it comes near to the end, um, the vehicle starts is speeding towards a growing glare of tall structures. <gasps> Grand buildings, impossibly clean considering the fine grit choking the air. Hmm. A ring on the outer edge of Kathak Depot. Flashy signs for accommodations and entertainment adorn every surface. As your driver, Chakchrame, drives deeper into town, glossy facades quickly fade into huddles of dust-stained buildings. Mountains of crashed starships and other junk stretch behind them. Piles of metal, glass, plastic, and countless other materials glint in the light of the burning sun. Kafak Depot appears quite busy. Many wheeled vehicles trundle through the streets, some of them, some of which wind through the junk mounds. Vendors hawk their wares on every corner and haggle with their customers. Now let me move you over to the map. Back oh, to, to another map? Yeah. Three maps yeah. in, no, in one episode? Maps what on is maps this on kind map. of show? Maps on maps? Maps on maps? On maps? Dude, Ooh. come to... Oh, look at this Depot. map. Look at the theme. Dude. Oh, it's all good. Yeah. It's all it's all nice. Yeah. I like it. It, it looks like a giant good. junkyard. I don't know. The the Kafak Depot the... in individual letters is a nice touch. It's 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 yeah, it's it's really cool. I put this map together myself. Dude, that is so <laughs> I'm kidding. No, so everything awesome. I did I downloaded straight from Roll20 from the paid Starfinder pack. Thank you, Paizo, for putting this together for me. It's I'm I'm a first time GM and I didn't do any of this by myself. <laughs> um, but you guys can see the bus down in the corner as I wiggle it around. Oh, uh, wait, yeah. Oh, yeah, the red sorry. bus. Got a scroll. Right. Oh yeah, the red bus. All I didn't, the I red didn't bus. add guns to the top, but there are guns on this thing. Just huge uh, guns. And so it drives into town, and uh, Chakchrame starts to get a little bit uh, talkative, and he's like, "If you look off to the right, there's the Illusion. It's a, a famous ma- magician's theater." Uh, it's popular all across packed worlds and he drive further and he's like that that place belongs to the water dealer water dealer uh he manages all the water in town sorry they it's a they uh they manage all the water in town um there's carnival hotel off to the left and then you come up to this this four corner t- road and it looks like you can just drive straight ahead there's this beautiful bridge made of stone leading from one building to another but there's a yellow plaque on it that says 11 foot 8 inches <laughs> max and so uh, Chakchame is like we're not going that way and he turns to the left and as he's, as he's turning to the left a, a truck turns right onto that road <gasps> and like right as you turn away the, that truck just gets peeled open like a tin can on the bottom <laughs> of this bridge Uh did you see that? What? Oh, oh my god! That was for you, Jeff. <laughs> I was about that. Yeah, that was great. That was good. That was great. <laughs> and so then the the the, the bus is going to make around the corner here, and then keep going up. And as you turn the next corner back to the street where you would have been if you would have just gone straight, mm-hmm. um, there is a giant coliseum 
the the arena. And out front, there is there's a pillar that is just beaming projections into the sky, and it's flashing, and it says "Game Store Gauntlet." Make sure you vote on our Twitter. <laughs> uh, and then, then that that flashes away, and then the next projection comes up. Let me see. Does this work? Oh, what? Frogs? Yes. Frogs. Somebody want to describe what you see? It says Uh, frog versus cookie cutter this sixth day only at the arena. It's got so this is like a it's awesome. a digital projection into the sky, right? So it's like, it's like the a hologram. blue like hologram of these two Back characters. Back to the Future too, but way better graphics. Amazing. Right. And there's there's this Yosoki with a giant hammer uh, in battle armor, screaming at this small lizard. For those that it's got lizard. like a sling with a rock in it. Yeah. Right. But just oh, incredible, man. yeah. So just this a is cool. When, per- yeah, sorry. I was to say, Frog was really young at this point. I guess he was a little tiny. Anyone who doesn't know about Frog, if you're just getting started with this series, check out our main series where we play the threefold conspiracy, and you'll learn all about him. Well, Very does anybody want to? Does anybody know about Kestis? Do you want to like roll anything? Yeah, I think Rolu will uh, roll about Kestis, and as well as anybody else. He's got First a good culture. Roll. First roll. Let's see. What is what is this role? Uh, like a life check. science? Life science. Life okay. science or culture? Culture. Life science or culture. Okay. Kind of a... Kind of all right. Got rolled a nine. And my culture okay. is plus seven, so 15 total. Oh, good. Okay. I, I made it a 12 because I'm a GM and I can make up my That's own what you can do PCs. when you're um, in the seat. You 12. Yep. And so you know, and I'm just going to read this off straight out of one of the books. Read um, it straight out, dude. When hatched, uh, Akeshtis are little more than tiny lizards with gaping mouths. Their broodminders, which is like, you know, the parent of the group, uh, guide their feeding habits. Uh, left to their own, they would seek any organic matter and just devour it. After three to five, or three, about five years and three feet of growth, so they only grow about three feet tall, Akeshtis leave their broodminders and settle down into a more civilized mode banding together with uh, other adolescents of var- various age. These Akeshis collaborate together with their econo- uh, economic, social, and technical skills, typically working around the fringes of civilization as junk traders, mechanics, and scavengers. It's only after 10 to 20 years of adolescency that they start to rut. Mm. And rut is rutting is what leads to what we knew Harag as, as a Rivner. So Rivna. Rivna. So we can we don't know if if, if uh, this image of Farag is young, but you can you can you know um, what's the word figure out this famous word a nice big popular surmise word figure out surmise, surmise that's the word thank you uh, you could surmise that Farag is is anywhere from ten or five to twenty five years of age and mm. doesn't necessarily mean he's he's a child but he is a so, small creature we know about as much as about how old frog is is about as we know uh how old will is yep yeah pretty yep. much, pretty much. <laughs> can you tell us about cookie cutter uh cookie cu- cutter is a, a yusoki that was born and raised in uh one of the smaller towns arl sorry it's not a small town it's actually a city yeah uh, it's a uh, arl on um Akita. love it and he is new to um gladiatorship 
Oh, so it's like and the that, the the rookie versus the established. Yeah, and it, and it, and Hrog is a big deal at this point. He he has been the reigning champion uh, of of this arena for as long as anybody knows. So cool. All right, moving on. Um, Amazing. That was just a Amazing. Nice little, Great yeah. stuff. Bam. Uh, so you actually pull up to the arena. Oh. And that is the stop for this bus. And so you pull up uh, and, and Chuck Tremay says, and a line, it's been a real pleasure driving you folks. Hope you find what you're looking for here. And with a wave, uh, you guys all get off the bus. The Sheeran waves his hand and uh, he it drives off emitting a cloud of exhaust. <laughs> Engine rumbles. Cool. So you guys are now on the ground in Kafak Depot. Holy cow. Holy cow, we're here. We're here. So, um, yeah, what do you guys want to do? That's that's an awful big arena. I wonder what all that business about Hrog and Brief Cutter was about. You ever been to a fight check? I don't think I have. You are missing out. It seems like something is right up Thaddeus's alley. So if we have time... Maybe we'll squeeze this in. <laughs> it sounds like a snap. <laughs> Whips, what do you think? I do like a good tournament, but we have more important things to do. I agree. Do we know where our target is? Would he be at a place like this? He's a big shot, isn't he? Well, I don't think we know that much. That's part of the note. Why don't we start here? I agree. Can I we do... know that these... Street rats that the CEO pointed us to, this Dotrulo, would be at such a place, but it's worth investigating, I suppose. Um, Can we go... I I think Rolu's gonna just casually start to walk around and look at the wares of everybody hawking in front of the arena, selling probably shirts of frog and little hollow displays of them and cool you know, plastic weapons and things, and he's going to try and walk around and maybe find somebody to ask if they know Do Trulo. I'm saying that correctly, right? Do Trulo. Do Trulo. So you're just walking up to people and, and saying like, hey, do you know Do Trulo? No, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm just walking up, making small talk, and then just saying uh, that, uh, you know, wanted to... Just wanted to ask, you know, if there are some people here that uh, we wanted to find out some more about somebody... Uh, who, I, I'm going to look for the. Tremaine's going to look for like any seedy-looking merchants, and try to uh, surmise. Uh, maybe we can see what they're dealing with. Yeah, well, I'll tell you most most of the people you talk to around this area. As soon as they hear you say Dotrulu, um, I mean, they I, kind of we're not coming out with it, but like you know, okay. If if you mention Dotrulu, they're they're going to shut down and walk away from you. Got it. So check. Jack uh, is going to be shot, like riding along on uh, Cobb's shoulder, uh, looking around to see if there's one stall that's particularly popular, or if there's a any signage for a local watering hole where we might find more information at. Well, all the watering holes are controlled by the water dealer. Watering hole <laughs> bar. I'm just kidding. It was a joke. Oh, come uh, on. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. All right. So you guys, you guys find there's there's the seediest character you can find is actually a an android, mm. um, kind of off to the side that, like it's 
he's definitely like been like seen better days. His he's missing some screws. His he's got a face panel is actually just missing completely, and you can see all the gears underneath Gross. and, and wiring wow. and stuff. Yeah, but he's out there. He's he's pedaling what's clearly like um, bootleg uh, counterfeit shirts of uh, the. He's got a winner, you know, uh, cookie cutter one, and he's got a, a winner hog one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what, he's got him side by side. He's, yeah. he's got he's got some grog t-shirts. Grog, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys, so you guys ask some, him. What do you guys ask some him? Muffin butter paraphernalia. You guys ask him anything, or you just uh, you there? Can you tell us anything about who controls this area? Oh, the. You are referring to the water dealer. He controls this area. We're setting up a we're setting up a business of our own. Would we need to talk to such a person? Can you get us in touch with him? We're in need of this water for our new venture. Um, the water dealer is located at the casino most of the time. He does not talk to regular people like you and me. What's the what's the water dealer's name? The water dealer? Yeah. His name has long been their name has long been lost. Hmm. They are known only as the water dealer. Makes I'd like to buy a frog t shirt, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, glad I have a feeling this that. will be worth something one day. Yeah. Uh, do any of you guys want to roll, let's say like an intelligence check or would it be like an investigation? Uh sure. What do you uh, like? Maybe a culture check? You trying to do or perception? Um, I'm I'm looking Sense intelligence motive? wise. I'm gonna say it's nothing to do with the android. Okay, or right. an intelligence check. Just straight intelligence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's a that looks high. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. I'm gonna say it's plenty. Um, Chuck, of all people, <laughs> you just like have this hint in your head. Uh, maybe we should be looking for this riddle. Mm. This riddle. What, what or who is this riddle? What is it? This <laughs> seems silly. Have you seen any riddles lately? And the android kind of like cocks his head inside. Riddle? You mean like the riddle? Oh, that sounds juicy. What's the riddle? Uh, you should probably. And he points over that way, and you see just like it's the shadier side of town. Um, Junker's delight is over that way. What's what's Junker's delight got to do with a riddle? And what's Junker's delight? No, like it's Junker's delight. You, what are you new to town? Yeah. I I don't know what else to tell you. I think you should go check it out for yourself. Rolu walks up. Uh, friend, you're just really excited. First time to the arena, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, this this Junkers Delight place. Yeah, we'll check it out. Sounds like that is the riddle. Uh, but uh, thanks, thanks. Uh, exchanges coinage for the T-shirt and gets ready to walk away. Here we go. Cool. So you guys start walking towards just where Junkers Delight is. So, so- are we? Uh, Sorry, I was standing a bit of ways away because I don't need to be in all interactions as the cob. Uh, <laughs> my question to you is, uh, 
it sounds like the riddle is the Junker's Delight. Is that what you took away from this, Jack? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> he just said there was a riddle, and we should go to Junker's Delight. Tormaden, any, Some any thoughts? Some proverbial saying, I don't know, but perhaps our only way of finding out more would be to go to this Junker's Delight. Delight shirt sounds nice! <laughs> so the witch word says, let's go. So you guys start heading down the, sh- the street towards the shady part of town, um, which I guess all of Kafaktipa is pretty shady, but uh, as you get closer, you do see uh, a large sign kind of like cut off by other buildings, but you see a, a, a bright J. Um, That's cool. And you just assume it's the right place. And as you're walking down, you kind of hear something, um, some kind of like scuffling. What? Um, down uh, one of the alleyways near you. Uh, a kerfuffle, I think if you will. we've been spotted by some group, perhaps. Whips. Cobb. What make of, What do you make of it? I think Roll is going to do a perception check. And as, as you, you want to roll for that? Yeah, absolutely. I want to roll for that. I always want to roll for everything. That's an 18. 18. 18. 18 will beat it. Um, so at the far end of this short, dingy alleyway, a pair of humans with bright red skin clad in leather jackets stand over a prone Yosoki woman. They deliver a series of vicious kicks and punches. She cries out in pain with every blow, while another Yosoki, who appears similarly dressed to the humans, sneers. You knew there were consequences when you refused Dotrolu's generous offer. Riddle. And that's our game. What? <laughs> what? what? Okay, cool. Amazing! Nice. Uh, Call them Riddle? What? Kev, first session with Kevin. Oh yeah, everybody. Oh, that was good, man. <laughs> Thanks for listening, you scallywags. Until next week, drift begones and distant star.